1: Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope.
2: Ephesians 5. I've been so excited about teaching this word. I've been just chomping in my bed and the Lord was like, calm down, slow down. I don't want you to rush through this. I want you to walk through this. So over a period of time, I'm going to really be teaching on this because what jumped out at me this week was a word when I was saying during Bible study that we're supposed to serve God not just in words but also in deeds. Man I don't know about y'all but I'm just tired of people confessing Jesus but not acting like him. But before you know I couldn't even preach this I had to look in the mirror to make sure I'm not doing that. I don't want to be like Watchman Nee, just say a believer. Oh, I believe the word. I want to be an obeyer. How is the word of God playing out in my life? How am I operating in the word of God? How am I demonstrating Christ on a daily basis? If I'm not doing it well, I need to get better at it because otherwise my testimony, my word is bad. I want to be good. All right, so look what Ephesians 5 says. It says, therefore, be imitators of God. All right, that word imitation, if you look at it just in the Webster's Dictionary, it means this, copy. All right, imitate means to copy. But that's not what the Greek definition of imitation means. It means to represent, be a representative of who you're copying or who you say you're copying. Now, I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't gossip. God doesn't look for fault. He looks for good. Yes. Yes. Amen. As a matter of fact, the Bible said the thoughts that he thinks about us are good and never evil. You'll never catch God in a back office talking about you. So if you'll never catch God in a back office talking about you, if you'll never catch God in a side conversation, they call it water cooler conversation, he'll never be at the water cooler talking about what's wrong. Yeah, I know, and I know, I know. No, what God will be is over there talking about how he sent his son, his son died, and I got a bunch of children that I love. The Bible says while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So so therefore, be imitators, be ones who reflect Christ and follow his example. Well, how do I know to follow his example? You got to get in your word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. I do not study to preach. I study to know. I need to preach this thing daily. I don't need to just get up here when I'm preaching and be like, oh yeah, and this is this. And that. No, I want you to see Christ in me. I want the Holy Spirit to check me. Check me when you're ready to check me because there is no good thing in my flesh. I know, I know, I've said it all the time. We got super Christians up in here. Y'all came out of the womb speaking in tongues. Every time you move, the Holy Spirit is just dripping off of you. Well, I'm going to tell you what I need. I need the Holy Spirit every single day to bridle my tongue, focus my eyes, check my heart, and make sure I'm doing the will of the Lord. Woo! Because I'll draw an opinion in a minute. Even though my opinion is not true, I'll draw one in a minute. And the Bible says you got to be careful because you don't even know when you're entertaining angels. God will put somebody next to you that looks homeless, smells homeless, and everything else homeless. And have them stand next to you and you draw an opinion, but it's an angel. And God is just really testing to see where your heart is. I don't know why they're sitting so close to me. Um, excuse me there's a seat over there there's a seat over there you, you, can you scoot over a little bit yeah. Oh, I just, I'm sorry I'm sorry and you don't know how many times angels will scoot up next to us that don't smell like we want them to smell don't look like we want them to look but guess what they got they got a blessing from God ready to hand it to you but you then scooted them away because they don't look like the way you want them to look I'm, I'm going to leave that alone I'm going to leave that alone it says this, let's follow his example as well-beloved children. As well-beloved children, let's follow the example of Christ. And if you don't know how to follow that example, get in the word. I'm still working on myself. I'm still diving into scripture. I'm still studying. Why I'm still I'm trying to understand what the heart of God is and what the mind of God is and what the state of man is and what things are and what things are not. I got to know it so that I can live it out. In this life. And this is where I, I, I jumped on this and I love it. Look at this: it says. it says this, and walk in love. Somebody say, walk in love. walk in love. Now, when I looked at this, I said this: I said, you know, the Bible is commanding us to love. And everything that you do is based on love. The problem with the church is everything we do is based on if I like you. I was talking with somebody a week or so ago and I was talking to them about a situation and I could tell they loved the person because when I maybe questioned the person, they were defending them. Then I thought about my wife. I don't care what I say about the kids. She defended them. You know what I'm getting ready to do? Well, you know, seven years ago, I ain't talking about no seven years ago they still deal with what we defend what we love we talk about what we don't love don't tell me you love me show me you love me for God so loved the world that he showed his love he didn't just talk about it he showed it so now Pastor Tim but that's what? that's tough because folks get on my nerves. (laughs) Notice what I said, love. Because love is not liking. See, God is not saying that you're not going to dislike people's behaviors. There are going to be behaviors that you go, man. mm -mm." Now, why is that important? Behaviors, just like us with God, determine levels of fellowship. Can I get the newlyweds to come up here real quick? Come on up here, newlyweds. Just stand right here. Just face each other. Face each other like you were doing on that day where you were. All right. So look at this. All right. They promised to love each other as they learned to like each other. Because the commitment on the wedding day was I promise to love you in sickness and in health, for richer or for poor, for better or for worse. See, I'm going to love you while I'm learning to like you, while I'm learning to deal with some of your behaviors. We get in a relationship and we come in going, well, you know what? My love is going to be based on your behavior. And then the behavior is whacked. And because your love was based on behavior, what we have is divorce. Why? Because they base their love or their commitment on a behavior rather than on a covenant. See, covenant is wrapped in love. And love looks beyond false. I'm about to help some people's relationships today. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I want y'all to see this. See this. Look at this. Look at this. Their relationship has to be based, has to be saturated in love through the covenant of love. Why? Because that's the only way Lexi's going to pray for Jeremy and Jeremy's going to pray for Lexi. Through the behaviors that... Are going to change over time. Yeah. Because right now. The Bible says. And two will become one. They ain't became one yet. They have a covenant to become one. Yeah. Now each and every day. They should be getting closer. And closer. And closer. And closer. and, closer and- <laughs> <laughs> Now. What will happen, and I want you all to see this same kind of relational thing with us and God. What will happen is behaviors will sometimes have us here. Have you ever felt like, wow, man, I don't feel as close to God as I am? Our behaviors will create this gulf. That's why the Bible is saying, hey, check your behaviors. Because it's not like God's not loving you. It's not like Jeremy is not loving Lexi right now. It's not like Lexi's not loving Jeremy. But right now, Jeremy's like, you know what? I just need, I need a minute. Or Lexi's like, you know what? I'm gonna go have me a me day. Because he didn't work on my last nerves. <laughs> doesn't mean she doesn't love him or shouldn't love him because love is what will bring her home tonight. Love is what brings him home tonight, but the liking is what we pray over. Lord, I'm just going to ask you to either change me or change her. Make us one and whatever behaviors that she, I've grown up with and whatever behaviors she's grown up with. Help us understand. What a, isn't that what God did for us? Yes. God understood what we've gone through culturally, what we've been taught, and all those things, and he loves us through it, and he wants to bring us through it so that we can be whole. Amen? Amen? Let's give him a hand. Thank you so much for coming in. Now, it says, and walk in love because love prays for folks. Love looks beyond false. Now, you know what I learned? Go to Psalms 1 real quick. I saw this, this thing jumped out at me and I was just like, wow, that's a revelation. That's a word. And I love when the word of God does this. It says this, when he's talking about blessed is the man or happy and fortunate and prosperous is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, but his delight and his desires, her delight and her desires are in the law of the Lord. And on his law or his precepts or instructions and teachings... He habitually meditates. That word meditate means to ponder. It doesn't mean I'm yet doing it. I'm pondering it. I'm meditating. I'm going, Lord, let this become me. Help me get to a place where I can look back and say, I remember when I couldn't even do this. Because Titus tells us that we all were wicked. We all were liars. Not me, Pat. Yes, you we all were hateful we all had spite and biases in our heart but then the love of God began to shine on us and changed us from the inside out how did that happen because we pondered the word of God we said Lord I want to become one with your word Lord help me so I'm not reading through it to study like oh that's deep no I'm reading it to go man that's a good word for me right there let me chew on that all day what are you chewing on Just that the Lord is my shepherd. I'm not trying to break it down in the Hebrew or the Greek. No, I'm trying to understand it in the Tim. We're so trying to impress people with our theology that we forget the relational aspect of the word of God. The relational aspect of the word of God changes us. I don't want to preach the gospel and then live in Lodabah. When Jesus said, do you want to be whole? He was saying, man, come on, get up. It's going to sin no more. Come on. So the word of God is here to get me up. Allow me to take up my bed and do what? Walk. If I just study it, I say it and go right back to the way I was. But if I'm living it and I'm pondering it and I'm meditating on it, it so becomes me. I'm not just saying he's Jehovah Dryer, It's living out in my life. I'm not just saying he's my shield and my buckler and my strength and my high tower. And I rest in him. And because I rest in him, no evil will befall me. And I noticed this. See, the enemy is like this. Okay, okay. I heard you testifying about the goodness of the Lord. But you know what? I know you don't really believe it. Um, have you considered my servant, Randy? Here's God, God talking to him. Have you considered my servant Randy? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I guarantee you, if this happened, he won't be you know. I saw him up there last Sunday talking about Jaira, You are enough. <laughs> but let me mess with him. Just, let, just give. Can, can I get three days? I don't need a week to let me have three days. Here's God going, I'll give you a week. That's how confident I am in the fact that he loves me and he knows I'll never leave him nor forsake him. So therefore he's not going to leave me nor forsake me. So you can have a, matter of fact, this is how bad, this is how bold I am right now. I'll give you a month. Devil asked for three days. God said, you can have a month. And I guarantee you, even at the end of the month, even after this happened and that happened, he's still going to praise my name. Amen. And the enemy's like going, okay, we'll see. All right, remove all that hedge around him and let me go after him. Here's this battle between heaven and the enemy. That every day Randy gets up and says, God, no matter what, I love you. God's mocking the devil. I told you. And every day Randy's walking around like this. The enemy said, told you. Who are you feeding to be able to mock back at? Think about what we're going through in our lives. Am I feeding God so God can tell the devil I told you? Or am I feeding the enemy so the enemy can say I told you? When I'm down and can't get up, he's saying I told you he wouldn't get up. But when I get up, every time I fall, God says, I told you, because he knows a good man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Yes. Look at him. He can't get out of bed. I told you. Every time I stress myself and say, your mercy is new every morning. God leading God today. And I start off on my day. And let me tell you something. When I was going through my junk, man, I didn't know if I was going or coming. But one thing I did is I was still going. Because I figured something, if I can just get going, then eventually I'll start going in the right direction. I couldn't stay idle because I knew the idleness was the devil's workshop. So I had to do something. I had to get going. Because in the getting going, I just started hearing God more clearly. I didn't realize that as I was going, he was leading me away from some of the chatter and some of the stuff that I needed to get away from. Yes. Stuff that you thought was supposed to be a part of your life, God said, I've been leading you away from it. Yes. Stuff that was dying off and and, and and God was removing, you thought, man, there were things that, that stuff was being removed. Man, I didn't think I was going to make it. I was like, oh, my God. But God was like, you just don't know that's for your good. Yes. You don't know that was for your good. So I just kept going. I kept going. Why? Because I trusted in God. I trusted in God. I, his mercy is not, Now, was every day a good day? No. But what I never did was ball my fists up at God and go, it's your fault. Never did I throw my shoe at him and go, why? I just looked up and said, God, I believe you're still there. And I believe you're still for me. But one thing I had to do was I had to get up. And I had to get going. Why? Because if his mercy is new every morning, let me take advantage of it. If his joy is unspeakable, let me take advantage of it. If his peace, hallelujah, is what the world didn't give me and the world can't take away, let me grab hold of it. And let me get going. I mean, I had people that, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was telling people today, I was telling Beaver today, he came in, I said, man, I just want to really thank you, man. I remember when I got sick one time and I was in the hospital and, and, and Beaver waited till everybody walked out. Finally, when everybody left, he reached into his back pocket and he says, here, man, I know you needed this Diet Coke. I said, thank you, brother, Thank you. <laughs> Got done with the Diet Coke. He took it, smashed it up and went like, I got you, I got you. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all better leave him alone too. I don't wanna hear no. He brought you, yes, he brought me a Diet Coke. <laughs> he knew I needed it. <laughs> That's why my wife was like, uh uh-huh. no, this is it. Since "Walking in love, and the word walking in love is this. Look at this. Walking in love is esteeming and delighting in one another can I delight in you when I don't like you? Because what I'm really delighting in is where God's taking you, not where you're at. Let me pack up right there. (laughs) To delight in someone is to see the Christ in them and not their current situation. Because if I'm going to base it on your current situation, Chris, you would never like me. (laughs) <laughs> if it's on the current situation and not on the Christ in me, then you're going to get on my nerves, brother. But if I can see who God sees you to be, then I can get beyond my own biases because I see Christ working in you like he worked in me. And that's where we have to be in the body of Christ. Wives and husbands and parents. What we have to be is in a place where we see the Christ, even though the kids is crazy. Husband, they may not be where he's supposed to be. Every time you come down the steps, you see him just sitting there. doing nothing the faucet is still leaking (laughs) the cupboard door is still getting ready to fall off (laughs) I'm going to stop right now because I'm about to mess up some stuff but listen but what you will see if you look at it through the lens of Christ is he's there and not somewhere else and if he's there then all I got to do is pray because I want let me let me can I help some women out real quick some stuff that's not done is because the man doesn't have the security yet to know that he can do it well and he'll deal with you complaining that it's broke then rather than he didn't do it right. All right. All right. All right. Well, well, why doesn't he get somebody in there to fix it then? Because he'd rather deal with it being broke than to spend the money to get it done right, and then when you ask him for something, he don't have it because he spent it to get it done. Now he got to deal with you complaining that you can't get from him what you want to get, but he just spent it on the person to fix it. So he's torn like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. If I get it fixed, I'm in trouble. If I don't get it fixed, I'm in trouble. I'm just going to sit here on the couch and go, I don't know what to tell. Do. I don't know what to do. But we're, if we're esteeming and delighting for one another, think about it. I want to treat him the way I want to be treated. I want to treat her the way I want to be treated i want to love on them the way i need to be loved on i want to respect them the way I, me and my wife after church we're excited after church we're going to take our kids to get something to eat and then we're going to end it we're, we're acting like this is like a first date for us we're going to take them and introduce them to foot massages yeah. like man come on we want you to sit down want we'll to show you what we do and now they're going to be like for real no sit down you're gonna love this later in life and you're gonna know we taught y'all how to do this we're excited to do this for them all right we're like really like man this is like we're gonna do this we're have fun but but why i want them to experience something that gives me joy so that one day david or natasha can take their kids and say i want to introduce you to something that gives me joy but I have to model it. We have to esteem one another to the level where we model the behavior of Jesus in our, in our lives. I'm going to get something to eat. Oh, you know what? What y'all doing? Y'all want to? Listen? Susan and them are so good at this. They cook. Hey, you want? Would you, are you hungry? Come on over and eat. No, Susan. <laughs> wow. You feed me too much. But they're always like, come, 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 get something, come, get something, come, get something. Man, we went over to John and Carrie's house. We just, me and my wife said, we're moving in. Yes. <laughs> we're moving in. Why? Because of the way they esteemed us and the way they loved on us. See, when you love on somebody, they will see the Christ in you and they'll want what you have. Wow. Yeah. Which is what you have. So let's, let's keep walking through this because I got a few minutes to do this. Esteem and delight in one another as Christ loved and gave himself up for us a slain offering and sacrifice to God, a sweet fragrance. Do you think that Christ wanted to get beaten? Oh, yeah, Father, I'll go. Oh, I want to be spit on. Oh, Father, I'll go. I want to be, I want my beard ripped out. Oh, oh, Father, I'll go. I want to be kicked from behind. That's one of the, the greatest insults there are is to be walking. And some of you may have experienced this in school for a bully to take their foot and kick you from behind. And Jesus knew he was going to go through all of that so that he can show you and I the love of the Father.
1: This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX.